0: Dr. Ron, the host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, in our fifth season and our 13th episode of this season. So welcome, everybody, and thank you for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources, and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Ladies and gentlemen, with an attitude of gratitude, I do rec- I I just recommend that have an attitude of gratitude, and we welcome you every week with that saying. Let me just start out uh, with a quote from uh, from Rudolf Steiner. It's called Aversive for Our Time. We must eradicate from the soul all fear and terror of what comes towards man out of the future. We must acquire serenity in all feelings and sensations about the future. We must look forward with absolute equanimity to everything that may come. And we must think only that whatever comes is given to us by a world directive full of wisdom. It is part of what we must learn in this age, namely to live out of pure trust without any security in existence. Trust in the ever-present help of the spiritual world. Truly, nothing else will do if our courage is not to fail us. And let us seek the awakening from within ourselves every morning and every evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have to have peace, and we have to calm ourselves down, and we will get through this episode with this COVID nineteen. I've been I had four months of uh, I have had four weeks of this uh, discussions about COVID nineteen, and uh, I was actually thinking of not going on the air today. Because everything I said is coming true. And everything I said in the first episode about strengthening strengthening your immune system is really what we have to do. That is our line of defense. I said it four weeks ago, and it's true today. It's going to be better than a vaccine. It's going to give us the ability to fight off this virus. And if we do get it, to make it less severe. So what what Where should we start? There's, I think number one, we have to realize that uh, uh, what we're being told is is really good advice. Uh, isolation, distancing, hand washing they are all effective ways to avoid exposure to this virus, and they are absolutely absolutely crucial to avoid a catastrophic uh, overwhelming of our healthcare system. But there is this second powerful tool, and that's strengthening our immune and body repair systems. Because if we do what the CDC tells us uh, about distancing and washing, we will uh, the combination of the two and increasing our immune system, we'll buy ourselves some time until more is known about this uh, virus and, and how to treat it. So our, our strong immune system makes this virus and other infections milder and briefer. It'll reduce our risk of these fatal pneumonias that people have. And, and, and these are occurring in the older people, average age of 78.5 years of age. Maybe we can create a virtual ventilator. Maybe our illnesses will be milder and briefer. So we're going to be on an immunity mission today. You're not gonna hear a lot about that from the CDC or WHO, World Health Organization. You're not gonna see it in the paper, but it's really important, really important to keep our immunity. We've had our immunity for thousands of years before the pharmaceutical companies came along. We, we, you know, we lost people, don't get me wrong, but the ones that survived did so with, because they had a strong immune system. I was surprised to see the New York Times actually came out with an article stating the eight immune-boosting methods. They said sleep, calm, yeah, they said about meditation, nutrition, exercise, reducing alcohol, hydration are all vital to your health and immunity. What you eat, drink, breathe, do, and feel. Eat, drink, breathe, do, and feel. All important to your immunity. You're not going to see a lot of articles about uh, vitamins D, zinc, vitamin C. They're going to say it's a myth. We'll talk more about that. You're not going to see anything about colloidal silver. And we will talk more about that. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me look at my list here. And... um, Gosh, you know, and it, don't let me forget to tell you, please avoid ibuprofen if you think you have the flu or this COVID virus. It is really deadly. There are so many articles from uh, especially France who has really dealt with this uh, showing that this uh, the ibuprofen uh, can, can uh, make the COVID virus deadly. Okay, so I told you about that a month ago, too. I told you because uh, that and the ACE inhibitors, blood pressure pills. If you take a lot of them and get the vitamin and get the, uh, virus, you could risk death. Remember, I told you about Lotensin, Capoten, Vasotec, Monopril. Okay, they are ACE two inhibitors. And these, these articles were in the Lancet Journal, the British Medical Journal, Nature, the Daily Mail, but you're not seeing a lot about it or you're seeing people being uh, not nonchalant about it. But I tell you what, NSAIDs and this virus are deadly. Okay, so let me get that off the table before we move forward. Okay, so let's just talk a little bit about the history of colloidal silver because uh, I know I got a lot of flack on the show I did with uh, Phil Safer about silver. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen, 2,300 years ago, 2,300 years ago, Alexander the Great was surveying his battlefield and guess what? He was drinking water from silver urns. Why? Because he knew nothing about bacteria. But he knew that silver containers had a seemingly miraculous way of keeping water fresh. And it's been used for thousands of years for its health benefits. Wealthy people in the Middle Ages gave their children silver spoons to suck upon. Why? Because they knew it would prevent illnesses. It's legendary. Remember, the silver dagger was all that a knight ne- needed to vanquish evil. And a lot of the history is falsified. At one time, silver was used by most healthcare practitioners as an antibiotic and an antiviral. Nothing worked better in those days. But the FDA started a crusade against silver in the 30s, 1930s, because it could not be patented. And now the big pharmaceutical companies started making antibiotics and the vaccine industry partners They wanted to be able to sell their stuff. You know, the Food and Drug Administration used to be called the Bureau of Chemistry. And its real mission started out to protect the chemical industry. So silver medicine has been erased from textbooks. You don't hear it mentioned hardly at all. you never hear it mentioned on television. You'll never hear Dr. Oz mention it excuse me, old physician desk references had dozens of silver compounds. In fact, you know, a person has a severe burn and gets admitted to a burn center, they will use silver. It's just, they call it a butter, silverdine. But that's about all you hear. You won't see it in any newer books. But pure colloidal silver is still the most comprehensive and potent antibiotic and antiviral known that is actually safe for human consumption. And it is Absolutely safe for everyone in every condition. It is natural. It has no side effects, and it's been killing viral diseases since the '30s. And we could go on and on, but this 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 product is colloidal silver. I told you about the uh, autopsy of the uh, Blue Man. Everything was normal except his skin. <clears throat> uh, Because this is not a patentable product, and the the drug companies, the big pharmaceutical companies, can make vaccines and drugs where they can make billions of dollars. That's why you'll never hear hear about it. So, okay, so that's one thing I do recommend, and I recommended it three weeks ago when we did our program on uh, colloidal silver. Uh, We talked about how it how it works, but more importantly for this particular. For viruses, it does dissolve that that lipid coating we're hearing about this virus goes into our own cells it gets in uh, to our cells but through uh, this ace these ace two inhibitors and then it it replicates itself and then on its way out steals the coating of our cells, which is a lipid coating the colloidal silver can destroy that lipid coating, and so can a, and essential oils, which I'll tell you about a little later. So, you know, what can I say? So we've talked about silver enough. I just wanted to bring it up again. And I definitely want to recommend, remind everyone not to take uh, ibuprofen. Really important that you, that you avoid that. So there are things you can do, uh, to take and we're going to go through the rest of them. Colloidal silver is, is one thing our family uses a teaspoon twice a day. And we have a little spray bottle that we carry with us when we go get the mail and we touch the uh, stainless steel doorknobs. Uh, we wash our hands, we spray our mail. Uh, it can be used almost every place without limitation. And you want to just be careful of what you put in your body. Okay, you want to try and limit your exposure to toxins and to, to prepared food. Okay, try and eat as natural as possible. That's also important. And I want to talk to you before we get on again with the, just a few things that you really need to do, in my opinion. But there's a book out called The Invisible Rainbow, it's called The History of Electricity and Life by Arthur. Furstenberg, F-I-R-S-T-E-N-B-E-R-G. I'm just about uh, more than two-thirds through it. It is a great read. And it shows you how the electrification of the earth has been associated with cancer, diabetes, obesity. You know, there are people that do everything right and still can't use weight. Electrification of the earth, the Wi-Fi, the 5G. And in almost every instance of an influenza epidemic in the modern area and modern era, you know, it's been associated with a radical change in the electrification of the earth immediately before the outbreak. You know, the Spanish flu epidemic, we talked about that. 1918, I lost my grandmother during that epidemic. Killed millions of people. There was a large introduction of radio or radio waves just before 1918 the use of radar signals was growing exponentially along with the pandemic around the world you know an interesting fact is during that pandemic of 1918 there were Navy Navy personnel on ships at identical times. Now they were not on land associated with people who were sick, they contracted this disease. So we have a Navy personnel with no contact with infected travelers and here they're getting sick. So was it really infectious or is this something in our system that was made worse by the electricity? You know, we talk about the microbiome, right? How to keep our gut healthy, keep our intestinal bacteria healthy. Well, there's also a viral viral biome that we're just learning about. Probably 20% of our cells are viruses that we live with, and they keep us healthy. Isn't that interesting? We're learning every day. You know, one of the side effects of uh, human blood exposure to electrical uh, fields is hemorrhaging. And that's what a lot of people have been dying about, dying of, internal hemorrhaging. And nobody's connecting the dots. In 1956, there was a flu epidemic, a pandemic. Guess what? It followed the introduction of high-intensity radar installations off the coast of Alaska Cape Cod in New York Harbor. How, ma- how many remember the Hong Kong flu, 1968? Swept the globe. This followed about eight months after the first satellites in the Earth's Van Allen radiation belt were operational. Guess what doctors noticed their patients dying of? Hemorrhaging. And hemorrhaging has been associated since the mid-1700s with electricity. And guess what, Wuhan city in China where this outbreak started was the initial site of the most intense rollout of 5G wireless technology on the planet. you think we should be connecting those dots of electricity and wi-fi? Remember I told you about the honeybees when Marconi first put up his first tower And subsequently, wherever there's a lot of electrification, honeybees and and, uh, butterflies are dying. Are they the canary in the coal mine that is is warning us something is wrong? Well, while we're on that, what do you do about that? Well, you have to try, if possible, to eliminate every source of electromagnetic fields you can from your life. There are people that specialize in that. They're called building biologists and they can shield your home. But you know what? You can turn your Wi Fi off whenever you're not using it. Whenever possible, it's really important to, to use grounding or earthing. It's called a lot of different names. Basically, it's getting outside and walking in your bare feet. Really important. <clears throat> definitely if no other option is available to you turn off that Wi-Fi at night do not sleep with Wi-Fi I live in an apartment building and there's a, a, a Wi-Fi network through the import, whole apartment building I keep on plugging it because I don't want it in my apartment and I keep the, the managers keep trying to tell me to plug it in but I'm not going to plug it in I don't want that EMF in my house while I'm sleeping. Okay, so you want to, so that's an important part of, for this virus, important important concept to, to stay healthy. Uh, turn off that Wi-Fi at night. And and it, and and you know what? Since we're going to be inside for another month, buy the book The Invisible Rainbow. Get educated about electricity. what good is it going to do us if we, cure, we we solve the problem of global warming and everything if we're not here to, to enjoy it? <clears throat> I'd say let let let's solve this problem first okay And ladies and gentlemen, easier said than done, but keep calm what a tall order that is, but it might be the most important one during this this trying times. You know, you have to learn how to take a deep breath. Back away from whatever is is causing you anxiety. Try and regain your composure. There's there's the brain tap. We had uh, that physician on here about eight months ago. And he's giving all his brain tap uh, uh, frequencies free on the brain tap app. You might want to go there. Dr. Patrick Porter. Okay, you might just listen to something brain tap. Uh, you might want to listen to some calming music. You might want to look up emotional freedom technique, EFT, uh, the tapping technique. But we must stay calm and not drink too much caffeine containing uh, substances this afternoon. And limit our exposure to the media. And if we do that, we won't have to worry about so much about this blue light we talk about that stops your melatonin production okay so that's really important and there's uh, you know, all kinds of remedies you can have uh, but you got, you know, you're going to have to discover this for yourself there's, there's lots of stuff on the internet about how, how you can uh, calm yourself from within but like I mentioned emotional freedom technique uh, staying away from watching so much news uh, really important Okay, so another thing you you have to do is get some exercise. Intentional movement. Okay, you're going to be turning off your Wi-Fi when you don't need it. You're going to be turning it off at night. You're going to try and stay calm. Easier said than done, I know, but I have to tell you about it. And you're going to have some intentional movement. Because everybody's going to want you to stay home. And there's lots of... Uh, Apps and 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 programs on YouTube, how to exercise in place. Okay, different poses, different. No matter what your level of flexibility is. Okay, yeah, that's really important. And we talk about food. You know, food is medicine, right? And uh, the the closer you can eat to nature, the better it is for you. Now about everybody's asking me about vitamins. Well, I could go through a list of vitamins that you know you would spend a million dollars for, but vitamin C would have to be on top of the list, because it's been the most well-researched intervention and has a very high safety profile. And you see how they're using it in China now. You know 10, 20,000 milligrams intravenously. You can look up Dr. Andrew Saul, S-A-U-L. He's he's an expert on this topic. Okay, he's the one that brought to our attention Shanghai's uh, using this intravenous treatment for the coronavirus. Okay, but we can take it orally. Now, there's different forms. They say the best form is liposomal. Liposomal vitamin C. Okay, but... I can tell you that Linus Pauling all he said you need is ascorbic acid he was the, he was a Nobel prize winner so I would definitely look into that and people say uh about vitamin C no studies well I found one here 2017 March ninth. okay what does it what's the Three controlled studies found that vitamin C prevented pneumonia. Two controlled trials found a treatment benefit of vitamin C for pneumonia patients. One controlled trial reported treatment benefits for tetanus patients. The effects of vitamin C against infections should be investigated further. All right. So that brings me to what Dr. Saul just recently wrote. He is the president of North of uh, Molecular Medicine Service. And he reports that the 36th annual report from the American Association of Poison Control Centers. All right, you ready for this? Get your papers, get your pencils. Shows zero deaths from any vitamin. You got that? Zero deaths from any vitamin. Have you seen that in the the headlines? Have you seen that in the news? I have not seen it, but there was more. The report shows no deaths from any dietary mineral supplement. No fatalities from amino acids, blue-green algae, glucosamine, and chondroitin. There were no deaths from herbs. You name it, St. John's Wards, Valerian Root, Yohombine, whatever. There were no deaths from energy drinks. And why they consider that a vitamin, I have no idea. There were no deaths from any homeopathic remedies, Asian remedies, Hispanic medications. A single death was attributed to an unknown cultural medicine. What does that mean? Why did they even list it? So for an entire year, coast to coast, across the entire United States, there was not one single death from a vitamin, mineral, or other nutritional supplement. If supplements are allegedly so dangerous as the FDA and news media tell us about, and even some physicians still claim, the question is, where are the bodies? Where are the bodies? I want to give you these things to think about, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, we have to get through this. How much vitamin C? Well, you'll know you take too much if you have diarrhea, okay? So, and it has a half life of four to six hours. So, if you took it all at once in six hours, it'd be out of your system. So, maybe 500 milligrams every six hours is not a bad. Recommendation something that I, I take. Okay, but we know uh, vitamin C has a lot of benefits, Shorten, shortens uh, hospital stays. I guess it's, uh, you know, maybe it's too effective and it's not that expensive. And I do remember telling you that vitamin D3. 5,000 units a day does is associated with uh, fewer attacks of pneumonia. Okay, so we're going to turn off our Wi-Fi's. We're going to drink as pure water as we can filter it. If you're fortunate enough to have an ozonator, you're going to ozonate it. If you're fortunate enough to have a hydrogen generator, you're going to put some hydrogen water in there. Because we can, on a personal level, defeat this virus by strengthening our immunity. People ask me about uh, mushrooms. Well, we did a show on this with Dr. Smith about eight months ago, the cordyceps mushroom. Some people can take it, some can't. But if you can, it definitely will strengthen your immunity. So vitamin C, uh, I might to say 2,000 to 5,000 milligrams a day, but at the first sign of a sickness, 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams every hour, okay? That EMF, ladies and gentlemen, the more you're going to, if you read this book, the more you get into it, the more you're going to say, wow, how come nobody's talking about it? How come no one is talking about the electrification of this earth and what it's doing to our cells causing cancer, diabetes, obesity? Incredible. All right, so before I to keep talking too much here, I want to tell you about probiotics. Okay, these are the germs that are essential for our health and our immune function. Your immunity, believe it or not, requires germs. And most of them are in our intestines, although we have them on our hands. That's why we tell you, don't use so much of these germicidal things. Use soap and water. But you need your germs. Of course, the best way to get them is from fruits and vegetables grown in healthy soil. But is that always possible? No. It, but that's why we should, if possible, and can't afford it, get organically grown fruits and vegetables. But if you can't do that, like most people, you need to supplement. And for years, I have told uh, our listeners just to go ahead and buy a probiotic. But as I told the, our listeners a couple of weeks ago, I really like the, pro, the, the mega spores, spore probiotics. Why? Because I learned from Dr. Dietrich Klinghart that spore-based probiotic consists of the cell wall of the spores, which protects it, so it gets through your stomach and protects the DNA and the working mechanisms of that DNA and then helps all the other bacteria in in your gut. So these spores have been shown, according to Dr. Klinghart, who's an MD, PhD, dramatically, dramatically increase immune tolerance What's that mean? It keeps you healthy, puts a shield up. And they're not live, so they are unaffected by antibiotics. You're going to hear a lot about cytokines, especially people that are coming out against elderberry and say, oh, you can have a cytokine storm. Well, spore probiotics modulate these cytokines, they're anti inflammatory. So they, they, they modulate the ones that make, uh, cause inflammation and they downgrade the ones uh, that make you sick. Uh, they, they, have, they help uh, restore a balance between the two. And really interesting was that research shows that these spore biotics massively increase reproduction of acidophilus and other microbes in your gut. Guess how? electromagnetic messages, EMF messages on a very m- micro scale, huh? where is that unique? And we're talking about EMF and how, you know, uh, Dr. Furstenberg says EMF, uh, that's how all our cells communicate. And we have too, EMF, too much EM, EMF, electromagnetic field and too much electricity. Our oxygen content drops. And who, who Food fatigue syndrome and doesn't have enough breath sometimes. Probably should be conscious of where you are at the time. Are you around, uh, you know, uh, cafes or places that have a lot of uh, Wi-Fi? And guess what? Bacillus spores create 24 different substances that have strong antimicrobial properties. But they don't indiscriminately kill like antibiotics do. They specifically suppress pathogens that do not make a a valuable contribution to the whole. So we're talking about how to strengthen our immune system for COVID-19. I would place this on the list. Spore probiotics. And you know, if if you like kimchi, natto, sauerkraut, they, they that's a natural way of getting some of these, this bacteria into your system. Okay. And, and when you buy probiotics, we used to think, well, guys, it has 100 million, 200 million. Ah, not, not important. Okay. And we got to focus on the positive. Focus on the positive. Wouldn't it be a great world if we did that? We don't poison ourselves with toxins or poison ourselves with bad thoughts. So we have to try not to lose our humanity. Try not to lose our humanity, ladies and gentlemen. Let's try and help those that are less fortunate. Try and do a good work every day. I don't think it's so complicated. And I think we're going to get through this. Uh, I could tell you about all the research I'm reading out of Italy now. I mean, I could tell you that what was uh, discussed with me from a cousin of mine who's a physician in Torino, they were actually ordered. And I'll give you an extreme example that this didn't happen, but this this is similar to what they had to do. If a person was in a severe auto accident, okay, near death, got taken to the hospital. Maybe uh, somebody saw it had a running nose. They did a test for COVID-19. They had to list that test as positive for a, flu, uh, a, a coronavirus test. Where was the, the complications of the accident that killed that person? So we, we, we really need good statistics. I'm sort of worried uh, just to let you know where I'm going. I, I sort of, I, I am concerned about false positives and false negatives. False positives, Well, I, I could live with that, but it makes the uh, the numbers look crazy. You know, that means a person really doesn't have it, but the test is positive. But how about false negatives? Nobody's talking about that. How about if you really have it, but the test says you don't have it, and now you go around infecting 5, 10, 15, 20 people, whatever. Because this PCR test... They take a piece of your tissue and they look for a virus by uh, making this this particle bigger. What's the word they used? Amplify it. If they amplify it 30 times, they see nothing. If they amplify it up to 36 times, it's positive. But here's the part that I'm concerned about. If these technicians amplify it 60 times, all of a sudden the tests... I'm sorry, it's negative up to 36 amplifications. But if they amplify it 60 times, every 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 test they do is positive. They're testing just a piece of genetic material. So... I'm concerned about that, and I hope to get more information on these testings from the CDC and uh, from the FDA website, but I'm concerned with people that may have a false sense of security Say, well, I had to test and it's negative. Well, is it negative 100% of the time? I don't know the answer, but I things like I'm concerned about. So you're going to be seeing more and more articles, I think trying to connect the outbreak to 5G. It's seeming less likely this was a bioengineered product at this time, because as, as you get into how, what they have to do to, in biowarfare, it's just crazy. You would have to survive so many different uh, obstacles. But maybe this is something we've had in our systems all along, but because of the electrification, okay, this became a a more deadly virus. Okay? Because we know Wuhan City in China, where this all started, was intensely supplied with 5G technology, the most on the planet, you could say. And we know that 5G, not 5G in particular, but EMF radiation can suppress immunity, especially to viral infections. So maybe you have a simple viral infection, a cold. But when you're in in an area with a lot of electromagnetic fields, you could turn that virus into something more virulent. And maybe that's what we have now. A weakened immune system and a virus that gets more virulent, you have a pandemic. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, stay calm. Take some deep breaths. If you haven't heard about uh, emotional freedom technique, you want, to, you want to look that up and you want to learn the tapping points. You want to stay calm. You want to take some deep breaths. You want to take your vitamin C, your vitamin D3. You want to stay hydrated. If you can take cordyceps mushrooms, you want to add that to your, to your list of things to do. You want to take a good probiotic when I recommend the, the Megaspores uh, because of all the reasons I, I, I enumerate it and um uh, if you can get outside soak up some sun okay you don't want to get dehydrated so you want to you want to you want to drink while you're out in the sun but you do want to get some sun and you do want to earth you do want to get your bare feet on the on the ground now one other thing those of you that are taking the parent essential oils from uh, that we talked with that uh, Brian Peskin I have three articles here and basically the bottom line of these articles is, is that the parent essential oils, uh, the arachidonic acid and the linoleic acid do destroy the envelope of, of viral cells of coronavirus. Okay. I mean, it's, he has, he always said it would, I think, you know, as goes on, uh, He's going to be shown to be uh, right on with, with his parent essential oils. So it said one of the articles said uh, parent, parent omega 6 optimizes cellular health by flooding your cells with oxygen. Okay, so these articles uh, says, uh, analyzed nine fatty acids, but the ones in the parent essential oils were antiviral. And affected the viral envelope, causing disintegration of the envelope and the viral particles. Isn't that incredible? That maybe the parent essential oils can, can keep us safe. Nobody's talking about it. I got this as a, as a private communi- communication from Dr. Peskin to myself. So I said, let me put, pass it on. Okay, so parent essential oils, if you hadn't, haven't listened to Brian Peskin on this program, uh, there's a Company out there called Yes Y E S. Uh, you can buy buy the parent essential oils from them. Uh, you know, great product, and here here uh, studies are showing that it can uh, destroy this viral envelope. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope I've been some help to you today. Uh, you know, the, our show is is on every place. It's on the. Uh, you can say Alexa, play Doctor Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. Uh, Pandora. If you're in the, well, nobody's in the car, but we're on Waze Radio. We're Waze, W-A-Z-E, W-E-Z, GPS. iHeart Radio. TuneIn Radio. Just about every any place that carries a podcast, you'll get Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. But I think we're just going to keep talking about how to increase our immunity, how to stay calm, and take some deep breaths. And stay hydrated and definitely if you don't do anything else, turn that wifi off at night. You don't need it. And if there, you do need it, turn it on and then turn it off. Okay. You do not need your wifi. There's something called a Faraday cage. Uh, I have uh, actually built a couple just to put over my, uh, Circuit breaker box, but uh, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if I can explain it to you better. Maybe I can get a uh, Dr. Michael della to explain how that works. He's a physicist from Drexel University. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Uh, like I said, I was thinking about not even talking about this today, but I hope I gave you gave you gave you something to think about. Uh, you can contact me at DocRonRadio, docronradio at gmail.com if you have any questions. And uh, you know what? We'll see you on the radio next week. Stay well, take a deep breath, and stay calm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored, with your host, Dr. Ron. We are here each and every week. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. We bring you medical news that you can use. Medical news that's up to date on drug reactions and interpretation of medical articles. We also have some great guests scheduled. So thank you again. Have a great week. Listen to us on Apple, Alexa, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher. now